what's up guys thanks for coming back to another episode um this week's guest is suffy dorleans she actually told me how to spell her last name so thank you for that um i totally would have said dorleans because i'm french and that's what it looks like to me but thank you for saying how your last name is spelled um so she is actually an aspiring um music artist r&b singer so i'm really excited because i've actually never interviewed um a musical person yet so i have a lot of questions for her she actually has um a music video coming out soon and she also has a new single coming out soon so i have a lot of questions on that and uh i'm excited so let's give her a call Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good, you? Good, good. I am so thankful that you told me how to say your last name because <laughs> I was totally <laughs> gonna say Dahlia because like I'm French so it just looks that way. So it, yeah. when you said it, it how is. to say it, I was like, okay, cool, now I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I'm having this dilemma right now where I'm, bi- I'm I'm bilingual, but I'm francophone. At like my first language is French, so if I'm speaking French, I would say Sophie d'Orléans. Yeah. But then if I'm speaking English, it sounds weird to me to just suddenly switch to a different language. So and also for people that aren't bilingual like us to feel like they don't like it's not a tongue twister to feel like they can feel comfortable saying my name yeah and sure. they don't have to have an anxiety attack or the word <laughs> comes up or like avoid saying it you know yeah so i'm like sophie dorleans in english that sounds good to me and then sophie d'orléans in french you know depending on what language sticking to that one makes sense to me at this point but we'll see <laughs> yeah because i've seen your uh insta story and I was like, yeah. what do I vote? I don't know. Do I, like, be French and put Dorléans because, like, that's how I would say it? Or because, like, um, so many people aren't French, then it's just like, how how am I going to say this, you know? So yeah. I didn't know what to vote, so I just didn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, there's a little bit of context with that one, too, that I need to do a little bit more research, but I want to make sure that my the songs that I put out don't get lost in the internet cloud, because if you there's a misspelling in your name, then the metadata, like the data attached to your file, can get all... Um, well, if there's a misspelling, then they won't be able to identify it. So you could miss out on royalties or things like that from your song playing on the radio. But the, the for example, someone that doesn't speak French didn't know how to put the, the accent on the E. So they misspelled your name and then <laughs> you don't get paid, for example, for a certain thing. So there's kind of that part of it. But... I was actually really surprised at how many of my English friends voted for me to keep the accent on the E, um, because they they were le- they were messaging me after they were saying it's part of your identity. You're Francophone first, and you should celebrate that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, it's true, it's true, and yeah, maybe maybe I should celebrate that more. 
I, I tend to want to just accommodate people and I understand if, you know, they're from a different part where there's no French, where there's no possibility for them to really learn it, so. Mm-hmm. Well, can you maybe do, like, um, I don't know what it's called in English, but, like, a trédignon? Like, in between mm. both and do French and English? Or is that, like, too long? Yeah, I think it's kind of... Because I have to consider, for example, like, newspapers or something like that. How would they write my name, you know? And I've, yeah. I think I'll just stick with the accent when it's written, like, for official meta information that's important. I think I'll try to stick with the accent and just have that be consistent. But, yeah, the issue is the inconsistencies because, mm-hmm. yeah, that can cause some issues. But, yeah, I'm still figuring that one out but like it feels weird to me to have a completely english conversation and then just say my name in french too yeah (laughs) for some reason i don't know i don't know it's the same thing for my name every time i introduce myself it's uh hi my name's aaron bergeron savard and then they're like they just look at me funny and it's like yeah i'm french (laughs) yeah the the eyes go like oh my gosh i'm never gonna say that again (laughs) yeah Yeah. I I I did the same thing on my Facebook like on my personal Facebook it's just Sophie MP so I just took out I just you know what I don't want people to you know struggle with the the tongue twister kind of thing but but I am proud of my Frank Bregavone heritage so don't get me wrong and I do want to write in French in the in future but for now i'm making music in english for the next little while so awesome yeah um so do you maybe want to like tell everyone a little bit about yourself sure well i'm sophie dorleans i'm a bilingual singer songwriter based in ottawa and i play the piano the guitar and i write mostly in english but i'm starting to write in french too Awesome. So that's pretty much what I do. I'm also a music teacher at this uh, right now. And um, yeah, and I recently launched a, a Patreon so that I could live stream to my closest family, you know, just to keep in touch with them and my closest friends and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I started it this month. Uh, Patreon, and I'm starting to share original demos, too, of my music, just so they can be a part of my whole process. <laughs> I love it. I so, love it. Yeah. So I did my first live stream. It was a little rough, because there's a lot of different links <laughs> that you have to copy <laughs> and paste, and just, like, a lot of links, and you get really lost in the whole thing, and then when something goes wrong you're not too sure at what point in the whole chain it went wrong so I feel like (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so you know so I have um so I'm doing yeah the monthly little patreon thing to to keep my to keep producing finishing songs and to keep doing a few live shows you know to keep that going while the pandemic is still happening so yeah, the stupid pandemic, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it mess w- with your plans? Um, like, not really, but it's still stupid. 
yeah. Um, well, so what made you get into music? Like, is there someone in specific, like a songwriter or a family member who really loved music or a songwriter who, who you were like, oh my God, I want to be like that one day? So when I was five years old at my school, there's a little boy who showed up with his violin. And when I got home that day, I told my mom that I wanted to learn the Suzuki method. <laughs> and she had to go ask my teacher what the what I was talking about because uh, she couldn't figure out what the Suzuki method was, but it was the book that that boy was using. So I think it was no one in my family actively played music, although we did listen. My dad introduced me to a lot of artists, um, all of the classics and, and more. He has a really cool music taste and really loves discovering and um, listening to interesting things. Um, so I think I had that interest from a really early age. And um, then I, I played violin for a few years and then I played some piano as a kid. But I guess I, I lacked the community aspect, like playing with other people, because it was really a play by your, go to your room and go practice your piano. And they didn't yell it, obviously, <laughs> but it, it kind of felt like a punishment in a way. Um, so I lost interest a little bit uh, around, you know, 10 10, 12, I lost an interest until when until when I was 20 and I was traveling in South America and I picked up a guitar and I started playing again. So I don't think there was a particular person that um, inspired me to start playing. Um, but yeah, my favorite part is playing with other people, singing with other people. So that really sparked my 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 passion and my drive for it when I was 20 years old and I was singing in the park with friends and singing Spanish songs. Um, so I was practicing my Spanish too, but, uh, that's, that's kind of how I got into music. I didn't really think, I think I was lacking female role models in the music industry a little bit. Because it was very unclear to me how you could be a musician. I had no idea how these people were doing it, but I had this this interest in it. So um, later on, when I was 24, I went to um, music school in BC. So I went to Nelson, BC, and I attended Selkirk College. And it was a contemporary music and technology program. And they really equipped me with a solid foundation of the different avenues that you can explore as a musician and how you can make a living, um, either teaching music, writing songs, and getting royalties, and all the different avenues that aren't common knowledge for for me growing up, it was really, it wasn't concrete how, 
I didn't understand how people made music and made a living. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh well, that's a great story. Um, and you enjoy. I guess it. I just <laughs> I just did my whole life. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you enjoyed going to BC and going to school for that. Yeah, yeah, that was both the hardest school I've ever. It was. I um I was used to academic school um because my mom was a teacher and I did a bachelor's before going out to BC and it normal school was really easy for me because I knew how to work that system yeah um but music school was was a whole other thing because there I needed to answer with my ears and figure out a lot of things with my ears, but my ears didn't really have the years of training that most of the students there had had through singing in choir or being in bands or studying music and studying ear training. So everything was really new, and it was... I spent 10 hours a day at school, either on the computers producing or in the practice rooms I was always at school and yeah it was really eye-opening and fascinating but also the hardest school I've ever done (laughs) honestly I didn't even think about like there being full-on music universities here like when I think of music school I think of Juilliard and that's it you know or just like uh, bachelors in university but not full-on just music schools you know yeah well this college is not just a music school but it's kind of a trades okay trade so it's kind of a it's a college where you can study digital arts or you can study um visual more visual arts i believe or jewelry making or pottery so it's towards the arts on at our campus in particular there was like tourism management kind of ski um studies and then there was digital arts and there was music so that was our campus so it wasn't just music but it's true that we have this this idea that it's either these really expensive really exclusive music schools and that you need that to have you know success or that that has anything you know to do with it but or we have either the idea that the artists go to these fancy schools or we have the idea that they are just bums that somehow (laughs) you know that somehow get success and that they're you know disorganized drunks and stuff and Nowadays, it's really hard to be an indie artist and not have your things together, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's either uh, this or that. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not really exposed to the, the different avenues, too, because it's also either you're a big pop star and your face is everywhere, or you, your career doesn't work 
right? But there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of artists that are in that in between, and they make a great living. They, you know, they do whatever they lead their career how they want to lead their career, and their face isn't everywhere. They don't have to be extremely famous, and they still make a good living off of their art. So. Mm-hmm. Jose Lavois is not just my childhood best friend. She's also a graphic designer and a small YouTuber. So if you ever need creative services or want to support her work, check out her website, heyjose.com. So H-E-Y-J-O-S-E-E dot com. Um, so question, you have a new music video coming out for your song. Um... How did that process go? So, yes, I have a new music video coming out on March 8th, uh, International Women's Day. Um, that The music video is obviously based on a song called From Me. And that song, I started writing it with the idea of what I would tell my younger self and since I couldn't directly communicate with older me talking to me right now (laughs) I figured the closest thing would be asking older women in my life um, role models like my mother and my music teacher and I asked them what they would tell their younger self so that's how I started writing the song and each verse ended up being a different generation. So I started with my grandmother in the first verse and then my mother in the second verse and then me in the third verse. So we had a pretty intergenerational thread line um, with the song and I met my the cinematographer, Hingman Lung. I met her at a a workshop in Ottawa and I told her about my song and she said she knew the perfect director to direct the music video Veronique Eshaya so Veronique wrote uh, the script wrote the story and we they they really treated it like a short film so it's not a classic music video it's more of a short film and uh so yeah i wanted a team of all women just just for for fun i i feel like in the music industry and in the arts it's usually male dominated so it's really fun to have a whole team of women and the cinematographer really applied you know a female gaze that she, she described it as the female gaze but both um, both of them working on my music video really put the accent on the story and on having beautiful shots and not on objectifying my body um, for no particular purpose. <laughs> and so the, the, the shots are framed in a certain way and um, the, the shots that they picked too. Um, so yeah, so that's how we we made the music video and um we're just in the last uh last editing bit and uh i'm really excited the song came out last year on march 
26th, and I had the single release show on International Women's Day as well last year, 2020. And so it felt really like a full circle type of thing to release it a year after. Um, so we filmed it before. <laughs> In February 2020, we filmed it. Uh, and we were going to release it earlier, but with the pandemic and everything, we decided to just give ourselves time. And I'm really happy we did that because the new edits that Veronique did are really taking it to the next level and I'm really stoked on how it's turning out <laughs> well I'm so excited to watch it because I did listen to your song a few times and I was like oh my god her voice is so good like I love your voice and I love like your R&B like style so I'm Thank super <laughs> so I'm super excited for the video especially because like I love um, cinematography and uh, like writing and stuff, so I'm really excited to see you guys' uh, take on the song and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you, I hope you enjoy it, and I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I try to keep my music just. Uh, relaxing you know kind of like mm -hmm. you're swaying a little bit but also it kind of relaxes you so <laughs> I guess that's uh thank you for the beautiful compliment <laughs> <laughs> no problem uh, especially just like getting older I feel like I've liked more R&B um genre compared to like pop or like hip-hop and stuff like that so when I listened to it for the first time I was like oh it's R&B like I love it <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah yeah I listen to all like all sorts of music but for some but for some reason yeah I really gravitate towards R&B and yeah I just I like it a little groovy but also kind of <laughs> yeah. relaxing <laughs> yay thank you no problem are you looking for something exciting to do during the lockdown that will make a real difference for people living in your community join the quest you and your bubble can help raise funds to help your local alzheimer society to provide education support and activities for families facing this illness alone check out the quest online at jointhequest.ca so this is your first song that you've like produced and stuff? So I um I didn't do the production of it. I did the songwriting and I recorded the piano and the voice and my um my drummer who recorded himself playing drums uh, recorded the bass and the guitar and he did all of the production. So Ibar's Savat at Apricot Music Studios, um, and I'm partnering with him for the next few songs too. I love working with him. He's he knows me because we met at music school, and we played in a band together called the Sophisticrats, and we put out um, an EP that um, that we of songs that we recorded while in school, and it was a huge experiment process for for that because it was my first time recording songs um and yeah it was good to do that with them because they really accepted my 
ideas and they they were really keen on doing it so yeah I had a fun time with the sophisticrats um but from me is my first uh, solo song solo single and I'm planning on releasing another single in the spring and we'll kind of take it from there uh, see where everything leads me and uh, continue releasing and you know one day release something a bit bigger but yeah okay that was my next question can you tell us about your next single yeah so I I can give a few spoiler alert <laughs> um, <laughs> there's gonna be I'm working with someone recording horns on it so there's gonna be some horns it's um it's a song that I played live a little bit with my band before the pandemic I would travel to BC in the summers and still play with the sophisticrats a little bit so um, uh, I've played it with them and uh, we we recorded it recorded most of the parts together um, in uh, while we were on our last tour um, and now I'm adding some horns and I changed all the lyrics since we recorded the first part. <laughs> so I read it all of the lyrics because I showed it to a few people and I asked them, what are you getting from this song? And they were saying, oh, I think it's about a relationship and someone did you wrong or something. And I was like, nope, that's not at all what I'm trying to say with this song. Like, a 180 you know it's kind of <laughs> kind of more of a philosophical song in finding your purpose and listening to your intuition type of song so I read it all of the lyrics and now I'm really happy with it and we're yeah it's gonna be really special the horns are really gonna take it to the next <laughs> level too <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited for this one now <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and you're planning on doing a music video for this one as well? Yes, there will be, spoiler alert, there will be <laughs> some visuals to go with it. And I have so many photos that I took with my band out west too that I haven't shared because it hasn't felt appropriate. But when I share this song, I'll definitely go back into all those photos and... Um, get some. We we actually the music video's already been filmed. <laughs> oh shit! It was okay. filmed before I changed the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! So that's been a bit of a headache. But... <laughs> oh man. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I just wrote this question down because it just popped in my head. Um, what sort of tips do you maybe have for aspiring artists such as yourself that um, maybe they're not the greatest at writing or they're scared to show their music or they're scared to talk to people about like maybe being produced or getting help with their music videos and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. I I would say that take take a minute to listen to your intuition listen to what your inner voice is saying and if you feel a certain pull 
in a, in a direction, then figure out how you can focus your energy into moving towards that direction and putting in um, organizing the steps for you to get there or reaching out and asking questions about how you can move in that direction. Because I feel that in the arts, since we're really the, we decide everything, we decide what we're doing and how we're doing it. So there's so many choices and it's easy to get lost in, in those choices and think that what we should do is what this person is doing or what that person is doing especially if we start scrolling on social media and see what everyone else is doing, we'll get um, pulled in those different directions. And it's important to listen to your intuition and focus in on what you're trying to do. Um, and, and for reaching out to people, I think asking, you know, asking them how they're doing and asking them what they're working on and being a friendly and interested person and not just trying to, you know, not come trying to not coming across as you're trying to get something from them right away. And then make sure that you 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 let that person know that their work is appreciated and if you can you pay them or um, you know, give them something, really show your appreciation to build strong relationships with them because yeah some of the people that I started working with five years ago I'm still working with today because we have a good a good relationship um we communicate well and the, we got to know each other well so we know what we like and we know we're on the same page so I think that answers your question yeah those are great <laughs> tips thank you um, I feel yeah. like uh, one of your points about being true to yourself, so many like famous artists now have stayed true to themselves. Like the one that just pops in my head is Billie Eilish, just because like mm. they literally produced and wrote and like recorded everything in her bedroom. And yeah. like now she's one of the most famous uh, artists in the world. So it just yeah. goes to show, you know? Yeah, and it's her music is definitely not the typical yeah. pop. Yeah. So, she, so you know, yeah, so she totally stands out, and she has a strong artistic vision of what she's trying to do. And she, she and her brother um, have crafted a sound. So she also has, you know, she has she writes her lyrics and. Um, sings beautifully but she has a few key people strong people in, in her life too to to help make that vision um help make that vision you know come true and in the arts world it's so common that you're an overnight success but all of these overnight successes people the media enjoys that that um that those titles and that kind of clickbait overnight success but all of those artists have been at it for at least 10 years <laughs> yeah. i can guarantee i can put my bet my hand on it they've been at it for at least 
10 years working on their craft seriously. So it's, yeah, it's not something, it's not really, maybe that one song is your break, but you've been at it for, for a long time Mm -hmm. before then. And, um, yeah, I guess I wanted to add a little something like for me with music too, I all often felt it was a similar feeling to envy or jealousy. Like when I see, when I, when I see someone who's doing something that I would like to do, it's a similar feeling to envy. It's like, Oh, I wish I was doing that. And that's, that's kind of like, those are kind of moments, like little sparks of me being, Oh, okay. Then, you know, if I feel a little bit of envy or jealousy, that's really because I want to be doing that. And those are sometimes my (laughs) like little light bulb moments where instead of seeing it like, Oh, this person's better than me or something like that. It's more like, Oh, that's actually because I want to be doing what they're doing. So, okay. How can I get there type of thing? Yeah. I think that's just like a human typical human thing right but when you notice that you are feeling that way it's like um you're a step forward or a step forward uh-huh. what's, what's the word i'm looking for like uh you're a step ahead of everyone else you know and just uh-huh. taking a step back and then realizing that okay i don't have to be jealous i don't have to be envious because we're each on our own path and like my time will come yeah exactly and and I started seeing those as like as little flags instead of as instead of getting down on myself about those moments I'd see them as a little flag like oh hey this person is really fit and you want to be fit like that person so you know take the steps to get there or you know this person sings really well or (laughs) so I take it as a a good thing now because it's just a um a reminder and a, a motivator yeah i completely agree neon apparel is a clothing brand based in calgary that ships worldwide so if you're looking for comfortable yet affordable clothes check out their website at neon.ca so do you plan on um having any merch because if so, I will totally buy a t-shirt or a hat or something from you. <laughs> well, I have, I currently have a notebooks uh, that are made from recycled paper um, that uh, since I don't have live shows, they're not really for sale anywhere right now. But um, then that's, that's all the merch that I have right now. But uh, when I get to 25 patrons right now I'm at 15 patrons on my patreon page and um I uh when I get to 25 I'm gonna make some t-shirts for all of my patrons um to be like because they're my inside fam um (laughs) and um yeah so I guess right now there's we could we could talk about the notebooks if you want I could send you one Oh, and cool. um, sounds good. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so I just have one final, I guess, question slash topic. Um, 
So you had mentioned in your email that you will be doing a podcast series. So maybe could you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So in staying with the theme of from me and collaboration between women and sharing knowledge and sharing experiences, I wanted to figure, I, I was trying to figure out a way that I could lead up to my music video release with with really interesting content and I also wanted to collaborate with talented brilliant resilient women from Ottawa that some of them I knew and some of them I had only seen online but I wanted to collaborate with them and I couldn't really songwrite with them. I couldn't really meet up with them. So I figured that doing a series of interviews would be a really fun way to shine a light on their talent and their music and what they've been up to during the pandemic. And also a nice way to celebrate emerging female artists from Ottawa leading up to International Women's Day. So that's the podcast idea, and I created four episodes of bite-sized, so they're about 10 minutes, um, podcasts, and um, I show a bit of their music in the podcast, and we talk about advice they would give their younger self and what they've been up to during this year. So um, the first episode comes out next week on Wednesday and yeah one episode per week for the month of February until the music video release on March 8th oh my god I'm gonna have to check that out too (laughs) yeah yeah I I I spend quite a bit of time and um editing them to make to be concise with my information and my mom helped me too she would listen to them and give give me her opinion on on how to edit it to keep it keep it short um so yeah I'm really happy with how it turned out and there's so much gold in there they're all really bright women and I'm really proud and happy that I got to collaborate with them in this series so yeah well, I just wanted to thank you so much for um, being a part of this with me. Um, I love seeing people striving in their lives, and you are definitely doing that. Like, I feel like you will have an excellent year this year, and I'm really excited for uh, all your content. And I know that you will continue writing amazing songs because I love your song that you wrote. And uh, yeah, I will for sure support you throughout your career and if ever like you said you make merch like t-shirts uh hoodies or hats or whatever then i'll for sure share it on my instagram page and i'll buy a few items from you thank you i love i love you know this sense of community that we can build through the arts and just seeing everyone at the beginning of their careers and kind of like 10 years from now we'll be like remember that time that we yeah. that we met on the phone <laughs> so it's gonna be we have a bright 
beautiful future ahead of us and <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you're gonna be in mine and I'll be in yours. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to thank my guest again, Sophie, for being a part of this with me. If you guys wanted to check out her stuff or maybe follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is just her name, so Sophie Dorleans, S-O-P-H-I-E-D-O-R-L-E-A-N-S. So yeah, go check out her new music um, and her music videos when they come out. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you guys will check out my other podcasts when they come out. So hope you guys have a good day. Bye!